0: Run into Old Navy for 50% off Old Navy Active two days only today and tomorrow. All your favorite active leggings, hoodies, mesh tees, and more are 50% off. Hurry, it ends tomorrow at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 223 and 224 excludes in store clearance. Lock
1: Talk
0: Radio.
2: You
3: know, every time I speak, I want the truth to come out. You know what I'm saying? Every time I speak, I want to shiver. You know, I don't want them to be like, they know what I'm going to say because it's polite. They know what I'm going to say. And even if I get in trouble, you know what I'm saying? That Ain't that what we're supposed to do? It's, I'm not saying I'm going to rule the world or I'm going to change the world, but I guarantee that I will spark the, the, the brain that will change the world. We've got to have personal responsibility.
1: Political accountability and corporate culpability. Get up get up. Get up get up. get up, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. We must eliminate
3: poverty. I don't care what color the person or child. Is. Get up, get up.
1: pessimists see a glass half empty, but are optimist see a glass half full? Are we locked into a regressive mentality by change unseen? If you try to fail and then succeed, which have you done? Do you ask enough questions or do you settle for what you know? The only questions that really matter are the ones you ask yourself. Welcome to Mental Dialogue. All I ask is that you think. Get up. Get up. Get up.
4: I am your host, Montoya Smith, A.K.A. Black Socrates, along with special guest co-host Tamika People returns. Welcome to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show as we return as, as we are the return of Intelligent Radio. As we ensure the free flow of opinions that push the envelope on the questions America's afraid to ask in the mainstream media. Good morning, Queen. Thank you for being with us. I'm fighting through a, a cold again this week. I've never been sick this long, but thank you once again for blessing us with your presence uh, for this morning's Mental Dialogue Talk Show. How are you doing getting up early out of that California
1: morning? <laughs> I'm so blessed I'm a King. Thank you for having
5: me. I'm always happy to support and be on talking to smart people right here in the morning, so Thank you
1: for having me. Happy to be here, Uh, family.
4: Well, absolutely. Again, you know, I always say we have the smartest audience in all the radio. I try to bring on people that are a little smarter than myself, and absolutely that. Uh, This morning's topic is going to require, in my opinion, uh, you know, a level of intelligence, just intellectual uh, uh, dexterity. to to really delve in and and turn this into what we do on mental dialogue, which is what I always say. We have the hard conversations on race and sex that America's afraid to have. and This conversation, in my opinion, has a lot of nuance and a lot of levels to it, which, which to go ahead and just get it out there is black envy, real or perceived. And that can mean a lot for a lot of people. And that's this morning's discussion question. And I, I, I need to shout this um, one sister out before we go right into it to me. So let me get this sister shouted out. And I'm going to shout out probably a couple more times on the show. I was supposed to shout out last week. And I said, I'm going to make sure that I say this at the beginning of the show so to remind me to continue to say it throughout the show. So before we get into this morning's discussion, I ask your opinion. On, you know, what do you think about this morning's discussion? I got a shout out, sister, by the name of Juliana Mills. She's an amazing artist here in the Atlanta area. And she currently has her amazing artwork up in Urban Grind. You probably heard us talk about Urban Grind. That's where we actually do the live experience every third Friday. And Cassandra, the owner at Urban Grind, she has always allowed local artists to put their artwork up in her black-owned coffee shop. You know, this is just how you know our community. We serve one another when we when we try to serve our community. So that's just a little beautiful way to give back. And I have, and I gotta shout this queen uh, artwork out because it's some of the best I ever seen in there. And, and Cassandra don't allow just anybody to come put their artwork up in her coffee shop. So I gotta say, for all my Atlanta listeners, please get out to Urban Grind, especially if you did the live experience and, and have not seen his artwork. Please go by there today to get an opportunity to support Juliana Mims' artwork, and I'll probably mention it again on the show. But I had to do a proper because I supposed to say it last week. So with that said, Queen, thank you for coming. You know, stick it with me through that. But, again, we got to look out for each other as best we can because we really are a community. Yes, it's a radio show every Saturday morning, but as I call the live experience people that come to that, we're a community club, but everybody that listens and everybody that's a part of what we do, with are So to go ahead and get into this morning's discussion, question, black envy, real or perceived. When I called you up, Queen, and said, hey, this is what we're discussing, I want to understand what crossed your mind, share it with the audience just to give a little backdrop, because, again, I think this can go a lot of places, but I just wanted to hear what crossed your mind when you heard this morning's discussion question.
5: Oh, yeah, no problem. Um, I thought of it in uh, three different um, parameters. One, I always try to break down what what um, what ending means to me, right, and that's Typically, it's someone who, who sees either what you're doing, uh, what you're about, what you said, and they might have their own interpretation, the feelings of it, and they have some level of of, of jealousy or they're they're wishing that you were they were you, right, or have some of the elements of the things that you're either doing or saying, right, and so since they don't, they're, they're envious, right? So there's. Um, That's what first came to mind, and then we kind of further our discussion a little bit, right? And we talked somewhat about about business. Now, in the world of business, I kind of uh, (laughs) I divide my thought into: Do you operate from a mindset of lack of scarcity, which is traditionally what we've been taught about business, or do you like operate in the mindset of abundance and cooperation? Those were kind of the first two or three things that sprung in my mind. Was hey, in the personal perspective, what do I think about envy and envious people? And I think you're going to find envy, you know, in every in every ethnic group, really. Um, and so if you're associating yourself with your people, uh, you find finding yourself in envious situations, jealous situations. That's just, that that is a natural occurrence. So we, I don't know if we can put the black connotation in front of it. I think envy just lives in us as humans, right? So um, those were kind of the initial thoughts that crossed my mind. Um, and, you know, of course, open to discussion. I'd like to hear what, what you think about that as well because, you know, like you said, it could really go many different directions. Um, business is one of them. Personal life is another. So those are the two aspects I thought about. Oh,
4: no, absolutely. And the reality is, is the idea of, even to the idea sometimes of not concerning yourself for when you want to, you know, just mention it on those two levels. So on a personal level, the idea of not concerning yourself, people who may be envious, envious of you, is what a lot of people will do, and you know, kind of say, "Hey, this is the normal way I kind of handle this." But the reality is, there has, there, there is real life. There, there can be real-life consequences to people being envious in your personal life. And then, as you said, when you move that into business, it may not be your ongoing thing, but even a moment of envy can cause, some, you know, more than what we would call discomfort in your work or business life based on, like you said, how somebody who, and again, you can't, you know, you don't always know people's attention. But then when you kinda of size up the situation you say, Hey, you know, you know, you think I wouldn't have handled that way and if you as you said, if you're in that mindset of cooperation and abundance, the way you deal with people in on business and personal level is usually very different. And so you end up sizing the situation and say, Wow, this person actually tried to harm me, you know, and more likely because of, you know, maybe my position. And so these are things that people end up dealing with on a conscious level. So it's kind of why a part of the reason why I brought this conversation, you know, to to available. And I really got to, I got listeners out there. I really want people that are out there listening this morning to be allowed to pipe in because the biggest aspect, and I call it black envy, was this. Because one thing that I commonly have kept that I commonly heard and kept hearing when it comes to this conversation and just asking people about it in general, is there is a concept within our community that there seems to be more envy that as African Americans we have to deal with amongst each other. And so the context that I promoted the show in was the idea that when, if, if that is, in fact, true, and that's kind of what we want to talk about this morning, is it true, or as you said a little earlier, is it just a surface that you're running in? These are the things we got to talk about because I have heard in promoting this show this week, in general, I think there is a belief that there is more envy within our community. So it ends up being another thing you have to deal with in addition to racism or sexism in this American experience, particularly for our community. So that's what, to say, that you know, you didn't ask me this, but to share with you, that's what made this worth a discussion to figure out what degree does this exist to the extent that it's another thing to have to battle if it's in fact true that we are more envious of one another as a people. So as always, we're going to go to a quick first break when we come back, we're going to get hot and heavy in this morning's discussion. If you're out there listening, we're going to open up the phone lines. I got to see my brother, Dad Black, who I asked to come on this show, and we'll get in it. We'll let kind of introduce him when we come out of break as well. You listening to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. All I ask is that you think be right back.
3: Hey!
5: If you believe money is the root of all evil, you're using it wrong?
3: Or how about this one? Excuses made zero dollars an hour.
5: I like those. What's their IG?
3: At moneymotivation.co.
5: But do they have any ladies gear? Yes,
3: you're going to love the clothing line they got for the ladies. Matter of fact, pull up their website, moneymotivation.com, and I'm going to get you a few things so we can both look like money. Everywhere I go, go, and everywhere I be, they if there's
2: any haters in here right now that don't have nobody to hate on, feel free to hate on me. Sit back there and say my hair ain't luxurious when you
3: know it is.
4: Welcome back to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. I am your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates, along with special guest co-host, Tamika Peoples. This morning's discussion question, black envy, real or perceived, as you heard a little cut from Cat Williams, who, you know, some years ago joked that people needed more haters in their life. And if you didn't have enough, you were doing something wrong. And I I bring up the context of, you know, that Cat Williams joke that I'm pretty sure you heard and many of us enjoy. When I was saying before the break, to me, because the idea that I found that as I dealt with this conversation, people that literally seem to say, as a community, African Americans specifically, had more level of envy that harmed and hurts us as we try to move as a people, and 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 then I, and as I thought of Cat Williams, I realized we end up. In a sense, making a joke and creating this concept of the word "haters," which is almost a, 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 a funny way, but it also, in my opinion, it also recognizes that we are aware of this 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 somewhat level of envy to the extent we we you know like like we do as a people. We we took it on to say we want haters, we want people envying us. Like, like it did to the extent that it became a part of our psyche that that's how we started looking at people who envied us because for it to become a joke, become prevalent, was generally speaking this idea that it must exist among the, amongst us, you know, to the degree that we didn't turn it into, you know, almost a decade of talking, calling out haters. Do you kind of see just the, even the fact that that became prevalent in the community? What my question, I guess I will ask you is, you know, do you have you sense that there's this additional burden, in just in general as a community that we've had to deal with, or is it what you said in the beginning that people see it only because that's the relative circle that they move in? But again, when you call it, we get a term like haters becoming popular. It might be something to it, Queen. Your thoughts?
1: Mm.
5: You know, I, I I agree. I agree to that. Um. So here's what I would say. There are going to be people as you move what some might say up, right, that are going to be in and looking to take their place. But I, what I'm suggesting is that is across the board, right? So your, your counterparts are, are, are feeling the same way. It's just—it seems as if that for our, our, our black community, right? We're—we're we're 12% of the population, right? There's only a, a small percentage of us that seem to to elevate, and as we elevate, to to pull up, right? So our our feeling about the envy in, within our community might seem very pressurized, and it's because of the the I would say the limited amount of us that seem to kind of come up and pull up at the same time, right? So, and that's just, uh, I, I think that's just a number thing, right? But the more that we unlock our, all we have is us, right, to understand that this system we're planning and was constructed by us, and it's, it's certainly con- controlled in a very particular way, and if we aim to get anywhere as a community, we, we better start to work together. Um, I think those mindsets and that level of energy is going to spread, and we're not going to fail as it, when we start to do that by that same um, concentrated level of envy, if you will, right, amongst our people. It's going to be out there because understand this is a business. The, the the corporate entity of the United States is a business. So in business, it's treacherous like a a, a mofo. And so, who's in your circle? That's all I would say. Um, But on the on as a community as a whole, I think it's just it feels that way because it seems as if there's so few of us that are are are, you know elevating to this place where we're bringing up thousands and thousands of people all at the same time. That's all I would say for me, me personally. That's my take on it.
4: Nah, fair enough. As as I'm listening to you and as you say, you know maybe elevating and things of that nature. One thing I remember because I you know, this is my second run per se doing a radio show and I don't know what causes to talk about it on the previous run, but there was this one aspect on this one show that applies clearly to today. And that aspect was I remember my co host and I don't remember the exact topic at you know, again from that from that time, but I remember my co host and we talked about it in depthly that night. And a lot of callers calling and said the same thing. But my co-host, a, a black woman, talked about as we were somehow getting into the same subject. She was talking about that as she worked in corporate America, she remembered a few times, and it maybe was about three times specifically, that she had had a African American sister in position of you know, superiority of her, or whatever she was a subordinate or whatever you want to call it. And she remembered and talked about it intently, about how difficult it was to operate under that sister. And I end up remember callers calling in and backing her up that they had these bad experience in it but I, I don't want to again, I don't want to exaggerate it, but this is literally what was happening on the show. To be had, several women calling to say that that had been their experience, particularly with other black women. That was what was c- c- constantly hit the show that 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 time. And so I wanted to kind of bring it back up today because I think it apply. Well, it definitely is something to talk about in relation to today's show. And I wanted to ask you, you know, any experiences like that, even if not for yourself. Do are you hearing sisters say it's difficult to work under maybe a, a black woman as a boss or a manager, or or hearing women? I kept hearing it that time on that show that they much rather even work. Sometimes some of them said you know under a black man, but or had to just had better experiences even with white managers than they ever had with. Uh, uh, and again, I'm not my my goal here is not to point out an issue, black women specifically, but it was just prevalent on that show, and it, I had to bring it to the mm-hmm. table. My brother Dale Brack's out there as well. We're going to get to you, um, D-Black, as I get to me, because take on what I just talked about.
5: Wow. Um, so I, so in my experience, and again, I, I'm, I'm this type of person, I know it sounds very odd, right, but uh, that energy I don't get right, and I've been in corporate America, I've I, I run my own business, I, I have foundations, I work. what I will tell you is that business is very hard, and working for somebody, whether that be your customer, your client, is tough. So I have never, for me, has it been my, your question was, has it been my experience that it's tough working under a system? I'm my only boss right now and have been for many, many years. It's tough working in this corporate structure. And what I try to find is balance in the relationship between my, my client and my customer or or my boss. There, everybody has a boss, okay? So that's what I try to do, and I'm just that type of person. So I have encountered many people who, who don't want to see me at that table in that room making the decision. But guess what? I am. So, um, nah, respect. I, and, then, and, I, of, and the more no, important I just like throw never, this in this
4: real quick. Right, right, right. But I was going to ask, I throw in real quick. We're going to get the down right after you. I was just wondering, I was wondering, or oh, were you aware of that dynamic, even, even if you hadn't experienced, are you, cause again, it just happened so much on that show. I was just wondering, sure. are you aware of that as a thing? Cause even without that show, I'd heard about it, but that show was just me learning and hearing, you know, to to what degree? Because that was that was hurting, you know, that was hurt. It was hurtful for me to hear, to to hear, you know, to hear that. I was just wondering were you even aware Mm. of it, even though even you haven't experienced it personally.
5: Great. Okay. So so have I heard of it? Yes. Have I experienced it? No.
4: Nah, nice.
5: Let me get end my end brother.
4: Oh, we sorry. Have okay, You're finished. Go ahead. Finish. No, I'm done. I'm done. No, I'm done. Oh, okay. Cool. I want to yeah. give. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was just again as as having you as a sister as a co-host. I'm I'm glad to hear that's never been your experience because it was prevalent that you know in that discussion. I, again, I keep talking about my brother D Black. Dale Black. What's up, King? Glad to have you on this morning for this morning's discussion question. Black envy real or perceived? Uh, I see you ready to go ahead and pipe in on. Own this discussion, so before I let you Lamar, get Lamar. in heavy, yeah, before I let you get in heavy, I need the audience to hear this aspect because this brother right here, and now we're gonna take it real deep now.
6: This man, brother I'm, right I'm here, I'm just
4: gonna go is, in. Let me, man. Let, me say, let me
3: let me say let me let me say let me say this
4: first, brother, before you jump in. So let me, I need to set this backdrop because we so we can take it to the places we need to take it to. When I tell the when I let the and again, I know you don't look, you're not looking for these accolades, but I just need to set this backdrop. This brother right here is a big reason that I have chosen to do this show, and I don't think I shared that with you, Tamika. But I need to commun- just the, the truth seekers out there to hear this, because as a he, this brother is a business owner, and I'm sure he'll tell you a little bit about that as well. But in becoming a business owner and navigating, you know, the, the trucking industry is, you know, with the business that he, the industries that he in, that he is in, he's experienced a lot of situations. With our own that have to a certain extent have been difficult to to get past or deal with, and it for him, and he'll tell you more about it, it seemingly has been a more from envy and what I will say again, not to make this show particularly about this brother, as again as I was getting ready for this show this week, the things he's told me I've heard from other. In a sense, well-to-do business people who said this is an experience of their own, and it made it worthy of discussion for the mental dialogue community to talk about all levels and all aspects because of how these things can happen. So, brother, I needed to set that pat drop. You know, thank you for coming on this morning. You know, give us your three cents, and you know, and again, just let these people know what your business is so that they understand you are coming from the aspect of a business owner as well. And and then you can say whatever you need to say, King. Go ahead.
6: Hey, man, as you know, man, I'm I'm moving and grooving this morning, trucking, man. So if I lose reception, I I, I, I hope the devil don't get into this, man. Good morning, y'all. Straight at it, man. Uh, uh, Ground level, owner, operator, I'm running a call. Yeah, I know y'all seen the flatbeds with the big donut on that roll of metal. A very uh, uh dangerous, a dangerous move, but it pay good, man. So anybody running those cars, know you can't make no hard stop, man. Or them chains will pop, and that metal is coming to the cab. It's just like running pipe, man. Uh, most of my loads come out of the port of Houston off the water. That's why. When Donald Trump stopped paying them folks that money, it affected me directly because I'm ground level, man. So to get to this story, man, how a brother dragged me off my nag, one of my main customers. I don't have any dedicated customers. I'm a low board hustler. Been out here four years on my own. Been dropping to this spot, a metal place, where the forklift operators have to empty a metal bin at the back of the building in the back of this alley where all the trucks come through at the back to bump the dock to get unloaded. We all know that they be flying out of there not really looking really like bossing. At the entrance, there's a a, a mirror mounted on the inside of the building for those folk that have operated to see the truck's traffic coming in and out. On the outside of the entrance, there's a 5 miles per hour speed sign. It don't, it, there's no yield sign, there's no uh, uh, forklifts have right away, none of that. It's just understood. So as I'm coming in with this this this, 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 this precious cargo that I'm not going to have roll over my cab, I'm creeping. I'm getting to the entrance, I'm looking. I see a forklift operator just really just going to take the right away coming out. He noticed me. He make his abrupt stop, almost lose his load. I make my stop. There's no skid marks in the driveway or none of that. I look up, it's a brother on the forklift. He's uh, in his feelings. He looked at me, then he pointed at the five miles per hour sign mounted on the outside of the entrance. I look at him, and I point at that mirror that he didn't use when he was going to come out. So he flagged me on, like, well, I don't get out the way then. Go ahead. It, it was just like at a, at a, at a three way stop. He stopped abruptly at his stop sign. I stopped at my stop sign, but there was no stop sign there. I already explained that. And he went on and gave me the right of way to go ahead. I went on and, and parked, which was, uh, 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 was maybe 100 foot from where I, I had to stage to, to uh, right. unstrap Let me, let me my do car this for you, though.
4: real quick. If I, if I can get you to do this real quick for me, Dale to make this yeah. part of the, you know, long story, you know, I, short. I, I, it's it's almost
1: done. That's yeah, yeah, I know you're about to go there. I'm
4: just jumping you. jumping at you. Yeah, how did he Yeah, the response is the issue to this the, whole scenario? The response was this. Jump, there, it, jump it, like that. Like mm-hmm. I
3: said, I, this
6: is one of my uh, uh, my precious runs uh, uh, where I make my bread and butter where I feed my family at on this one, man. And so I, I handle these folks with care because I already know, the, the shipping and, and, and receiving uh right. uh gotcha. white white boss he he uh uh he he flexed yeah, what his did way around do,
4: jump, uh, I, I, you a, to a lot you of Hispanics
6: these, yeah, yeah. yeah a lot of yeah, Hispanics yeah. you know uh, uh run that route and I see how he handled them so I stayed on my P's and Q so we would never have no fallout. This brother, we made eye contact, he go back in and went told them folks that I was speeding and I almost ran him over. Time right. my let me, and they they and let me, me jump in because I got a break
4: to get to, and I'm gonna keep you on, brother. Let me jump in because I know some of the story, and I want to speed some oh, of this part up. up
1: man. Yeah, Yeah,
4: I feel you, and I, and I understand why. Again, y'all can hear this brother's passion. So again, that little back and forth, and again, we're talking about. it's, it's levels to this. We got that Black back and Envy, forth, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me, let me jump in real quick. Pull the on let, me,
6: let, man.
4: Yeah. Right. Let me, let me put it. Up. Let me pull it out, brother. So, in that back and forth, you simply remained calm, which was not easy to do. And said, "Can we look at the camera?" And in asking to look at the camera, it was another brother who was in position who could have admitted. The
6: head of safety they, was
4: another yeah, brother. Yeah, let me, let me, let me, I gotta go to break, brother. So let me, let me, let me take it over, brother. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna keep you on after the break. You had you know what I mean. And again, I'm trying to say some of the details so we can get to the the gist of the discussion. And you, you simply stay calm, which I respect you for and said, you know, and you was actually thoughtful, say, is this brother in this position who controls the security and controls the camera. You know, surely he'll give me that much credence. So in short, they banned you from the building. I don't know if you've had any recovery since you and I talked. We're going to go to break. We're going to get into, again, not all the details, if you don't mind, brother, but just the aspect of these two brothers in these different positions that possibly could have, either one of them might have played it one way. And, and and it wouldn't have led to such a drastic situation for one of your main bread locations. So I needed to say all that, go to break, and we'll come back and continue to talk about this, brother. You listen to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show, where all I ask is that you think.
7: Are you ready to finally have a solution to your credit problems? Are you tired of high interest rates, loan denials, and high security deposit requirements? Whether you're looking to buy a home or a car, or you're looking to improve your credit score for other reasons, we can help you permanently stop embarrassing credit card application denials, even if you've tried everything. We'd like to introduce you to Exodus Credit Repair. Exodus Credit Repair is a unique blend of financial services that help you address your spending, debt, financial knowledge, and most importantly, your credit score.
4: For more information on Excuse me, I'm dealing with a cold, y'all. Bear with me. For more information on Exodus Credit Repair, please contact them at ExodusLifeChange.com. Or directly at six seven eight five eight zero one seven five six. Again, that number six seven eight five eight zero one seven five six. This morning's discussion question. Black envy, real or proceeds. Again, I'm your host, Toy Smith, along with special guest co-host Tobika Peoples. And we have on um, Brother Darryl Black, who again prompted me to do this show. And Daryl again I'm trying to wrap up to get into the nuance of you know, again, what some level what you experienced that again cost you a, a, a big breadwinner. You know, um, account for you, um, you know, being in the trucking industry based on you know what what their situation was. There some level of envy um, involved that 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 couldn't allow that, as you said, that forklift driver to you know not take a situation where y'all kind of or look at each other like, well, you was wrong, and you was wrong, and why something that small led him to say this brother was speeding, and, you know, naturally being upset, you could have responded one way. You kept it professional, and, again, I don't think you at the time, if you can tell me if I'm wrong about this, didn't know that when you got called to the office by the people running, the, you know, whatever, running the building that day, in addition to the security, you. I don't think you knew that was a brother, but when they came, you know, you gave your side of it. You just simply said, "Let's just go to the the the, the thing that can account for whether who to see who's right or wrong." Because again, you you know that guy's giving his your, his version; you're giving your version. So I didn't do it. Let's just go to the camp. And for what I understand, that brother who was in position to just get this right chose to just kind of stay on the side of this. Uh, of yes, this guy saying, Nope, this this trucker is wrong, oh, and we're not gonna do all that. The, 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 and you, you end up losing the camera. They, they didn't run the to...
6: camera back. It's over. Yeah, with. yeah they the that, camera That's back. how they have it, right. man. Right. Yeah. And um, uh, the brother, the head of safety, all I asked him to do was do his job. I called back a few times. He wouldn't even re- answer my call or nothing. I just left it at that, man. But good Lord, bless my game and moved on, man. But the moral of the story is black envy is real. They back over now from ground level, man, Y'all have No, no
4: nice I I
2: want you to stay on real
4: quick, please stay on with me one quick, because I need to hear Tamika, who's hurt he was hearing this for the first time, and I'm pretty sure she can hear your passion and why this is passionate to you, her being a business owner as well. This brother, you know, really kind of called me not we ended up talking not too long after it happened, and he was way more upset than he, you know what you're hearing right now, and so, Queen, what I want to see, ask you as a fellow business owner. You know what I mean? It, it, you know, again, it's not about is he right or wrong, but just from your perception, mm-hmm. hearing this for the first time, his concern that people that look like him, and it ain't the mm-hmm. only situation she's had, but this was the recent one, that end up in his mind sabotage, <laughs> attempting to sabotage his livelihood, and as mm-hmm. he just you heard him say, black envy is real. So I want to hear thoughts in hearing this for the first time. And is this an mm-hmm. issue for our community? In your opinion, feedback. Please stay on with me, and we'll all the other calls. We're gonna get y'all in right after I'm, this. Go ahead. Kenny. Go ahead. I'm
5: Connie. with you, man. <laughs> One, my brother, I'm real sorry that happened to you. I know, I know how that feels to have something snatched from you, and it's, it's providing your livelihood. Um, and, and and I agree. You know what happened when he went into that facility, and there's people in position of what we would call authority. Um, that look like us. Sometimes your skin folk ain't always the kinfolk,
6: oh, and man, they, they will, they, they you know. Such thing as a graham cracker, sister. I know,
5: <laughs> you know. And, and so, what? And, and another. Can I just make an observation, right? What, what really stinks to me about um, people uh, rising up in what, like I said, what we perceive as positions of authority is <laughs> understand there. I don't. We don't understand. Potentially what they're they think they're preserving about cow towing um to and, and conforming to a, a bad situation, meaning somebody owns that company and they're working for somebody else right so we know at at most of these ports or most of these locations they're not owned and run by us, right so like yeah. you said my brother you you were working yeah. for you you were t- you took a job for yeah. somebody. Uh, who, who, I was in Django it, that
6: day. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah, at, that yeah. Was, he, he was he played Steven that day. That that's the new word. We right. ain't gotta use the N word <laughs> no more. You know, if you was a okay. Steven, you know what she is,
5: boy. <laughs> so so what what ends up happening, like for you, sir, you have you have a client and you know this client, he's real he's real I'm I'm gonna use a term that I use, is real bejiggity, a real stink about his load. He treats people mm-hmm. wrong and you didn't yeah. and you were you were you were, you maintained your professionalism because hey, you're just trying to get this job done, this is your client, you want to get it there safely, you see what I'm saying? So that, that brother in that situation, head of security or not, who knows what potentially he's trying to maintain, even though it's a bad situation, right? So, so what, what, it I, what is, I, all he
6: had to do was run the camera, and, and he wouldn't yeah, even been responsible. Go. That was it. That's all go. I asked. I even, I even <laughs> called back several times to say, man, did y'all run the camera?
3: I'm, 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 yes, all I'm
6: saying is okay. I ain't got a haul for y'all no more. But I need to be off of this, this this cautious list because that's that's knocking yes, off sir. money for other loads. They didn't see yes,
5: that mm Mhm, mhm. Yeah, let let
1: her, let him so finish quick. Let it let her
4: finish the king. I want to hear what she so wants to go with, her, if you don't mind. It's
5: it's the systems of systems that we think we ha- we we hold this irreverent position in is really just a system of oppression that you're maintaining and uh, imposing on um, other brothers and sisters who are trying to make a way and make their living, right? So you think, for instance, that brother who just won't run the camera, right, for whatever reason, I don't know his reason, but he's upholding something. You understand me, King? And what he thinks he's upholding is that same system that will immediately look to destroy him if he doesn't hold the line. So you know,
1: know how is, I got this over
4: this, what, this situation. Uh, let her, her finish. Like let, let her finish. Let her finish. Let her finish. yeah, let her finish real quick. I, I want to hear a final point. Uh, D, you no, can come here, no, no, ahead. no. My my point is done,
5: brother. All I'll say is okay, we we, make we, sure. we must be careful what we're upholding. That's all. I'm sorry. sir go ahead.
4: No nah, fair Next enough. All mm. right, go ahead, D Black. Sorry about that. I just want to make sure she had finished.
6: Yeah, yeah. I it it burn me up for the longest, man. Cause uh uh, it's wintertime. Trump was playing with folks' money that that I work with directly, you know, picking up most of my loads from the port. So uh, uh, good Lord took me away from that situation and gave me something else. Some other customers done called me back from out of nowhere, picked it up, man. And it's just like, I know I just, that was the devil doing that, man. You know what I'm saying? Because, like I said, me and that dude didn't have no bad words, no conversation, or nothing. I was, and the to, to prove it, I got unloaded. They rejected my load and everything. When I was strapping my load to take it back, they came back out and said, man, we're going to go and unload you, but, you know, you're still going to be banned. I said, it didn't matter to me at this point because if y'all, y'all were going to send it back, the load wasn't damaged, y'all was going to have to pay me again. So I, I, right. I, That's how I took it, and I left it alone.
4: Right, glad to hear, right. brother. I, that you still pushing. but if pushing, I was cutting up, they know, wouldn't
6: have even unloaded me. So that's proof. I right, I understand. My and, and,
4: and here, it. yeah, let me and let me, cause you just said it when you know when you called me at the time, you know, it, you know there was there is never a choice but to keep pushing. You know what I mean? And so I'm glad to hear, in a sense, as you said, you have picked up some other loads, and I know you ain't gonna stop. So that's kind of mm-hmm. just how that part goes, and that's the reality. But it's hard sometimes when that reality becomes harder because of, again, somebody that looked like you could have made it easier. So thank you, brother, for bringing, you know, that that heartfelt passion, you know, to this. But there are some other levels of what you just brought to the table that I think we can still go with this. And, you know, please keep listening. If you want to get back in, please do. But thank you for your time you done gave us this month, you know, this morning, All just right, kind of man, giving the details, easy, you know. Thank yeah, you man, much, absolutely. People.
6: Appreciate your love.
5: Peace,
4: brother. Thank you. And it, yeah, Anybody out there that want to pipe in, share their situations similar to a uh, Dale Black's, if you out there, you have to press 1 to let us know you want to speak on this morning's discussion. Well, I'll tell you, Tamika, when the brother first called me a few weeks ago when it first happened, you know, I na- my na- my natural response listening to him, again, I was proud of the fact that he was able to maintain, uh, you know, a very professional demeanor. And for anybody that's been with Mental Dialogue a long time and have heard of Daryl Black, you know, he has a, 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 a uh, uh, in a sense, a past to that response being very professional wouldn't have shocked any people if he hadn't have been. I'll say that, you know, and we didn't need to go too far with that this morning. But, uh, you know, again, he has a, you know, a, a, and so I'm proud of him. You know what I mean? Just even, you know, having... I wish you would have, you know, as a matter of fact, his company's name is Black Family Truck. Like, I I love that. You know what I mean? But anyway, mm-hmm. throw, throw it out there. When we were first going back and forth, you know, our first initial thought was when you see, because here's the reality of industry, and you know this better than anyone, when we jumping in the industry, when you start talking about ownership level, it ends up still, like, as you said earlier this morning, you know, when you're progressing, whether it's in an industry or in a business owner, in a lot of cases, it ain't. It's not a lot of us, and so the 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 spirit that would make the most sense, as you as you was mentioning, you know, we only, you know, thirteen percent of this this country. So the, the 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 spirit that would benefit us when we see somebody moving forward or doing their own thing. And sometimes, unfortunately, if we have never done our own thing, we don't always understand how hard that is. But even that aside, when we see, because that's what he talks about, being one of the few black owners, even out there in the Midwest, where you do a lot of just, you know, driving and stuff, you know, again, having a lot of friends who drive, but moving to that ownership level was a process, right? Well, anyway, I started to say when we were going back and forth, we're sitting there going, but you would think with you being an owner, you know, we're not necessarily looking for no special favors, but if there's ever leeway when you see one of us, that's when you will want to give it. Because what we always talk about as a community, if there is envy that leads to bad situations like Darrell Black just brought to the table, we have this concept that, and we may be wrong, but we have a concept that other cultures will look out where they can to the extent that it wouldn't hurt someone who's moving up as a owner, like even had he been speeding that situation may you the, the lookout would be maybe we don't take it to that level but let's 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 make sure you don't do it again like that's a way to look out versus elevate it to the highest level to ensure. His brother no longer who owns his truck, not working for a company but owns his truck, you know when you you know you ban that driver driving for a company, you hurt the company, and it's not good for the driver, but it's different when you hurt that black man as mm-hmm. a, and the I hope mm-hmm. what I'm saying makes a lot of sense, but i'm you know I'm just kind of saying to you when we was going back and forth, we just wished and wanted our community to really put in perspective that any time a situation happens. There's a, you know, anything, you know, any, he got this, or I ain't got that, or look how he act, like that, that type of attitude can lead to dire consequences for the few owners we got out here. When you don't have a better perspective on, but let me make sure this cat, especially when they trying to do right, I'm gonna do a, make sure he good more than anybody, cause he he one of the ones that do it right. Like where is that spirit? How much do we need it? But we believe other cultures do that. And are we right to believe that? Are there just a bad perception for our community?
5: <laughs> no, that's the right perception, King. They they are doing it. Um, if I could just add another layer to this, you know, I like to add other layers, right? Um, we must understand, family. Uh, it's a it's a mindset shift we have to have. So I, I, I've used very key words on purpose, perceived levels of authority and systems that we're upholding. We have to understand, even though we're owners, we are still plugging in to an industry that is com- completely controlled by by. I don't like to use this, but by by the people who who work together collectively as a group, and they seem to have this element of power, and so that element of power exudes to oppression. So let's just put it this way. We control no industry. Now, we fuel many industries. We don't control not one, Okay. So our, our this includes you know that trucking industry which I've heard a lot about I've worked with you know I've talked to some truckers I work with a lot of them and there just seems to be this consistent pattern of this cutthroat nature typically within it and once you get your core you kind of move with your core you go but you know the ports that you pull into um, these these elements of, of positions of power at certain um, uh, you know certain you know industries. those aren't yours, right? So most of the time we're plugging in and we're just trying to maintain just that, knowing that it's a, excuse my French, it's a fucked up system you're already working for. And you probably don't like your boss, but you ain't quitting because that's that's your bread and butter. So why would I, it's it's a mindset shift that has to happen. And it's a a level of industry control that we need to start to try to make, create, and take over. Because if not, Trust and believe what your brother, brother David just described, and many of us, like you said, brother, uh, you've done this a few times, right? We are going to experience, and we start to promote within and do all the stuff that they've done, group movement, group economics. It will, it will remain the same. So I would just, I would submit to you that we're plugging into industries that we're just trying to maintain positions that they've given us versus creating our own. And,
4: and controlling those industries once we create it, and I'll leave it at that. Right, strong thoughts, now, strong not strong thoughts, Queen. No, no, strong thoughts. Well, well, so when you talk about the mind shift change, and I think I, I don't know how if anybody really listening could disagree with you um, on that being necessary. I would say to even get to the point that you're talking about, and this is how we can get into nuance on this on a discussion such as this, is the mind shift. That is, the, or, the, or the type of mindset that it will require to even do what you say. I'm talking about while having to be part of these industries, learn these industries, learn how to do them, and eventually learn how to, you know, like a D Black did, branch out, do it for yourself. You know, at least you know at least on his level, you know, or, or whatever you want to call it. So, okay. so you know, so the mindset such as this. I you know I spent have for example having spent six years in the military and um and, and in in a sense I don't know it was an officer which in the you know to a certain extent when you start getting the percentage you have less you know black officers than you have that are part of the enlisted you know core or whatever you want to call it. And so okay. so there's 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 this sense of, you know, it's not a lot of you in general, you know what I mean? Like there's there's a sense of that within mm-hmm. the military. And but, again, the military is really laid out, you know, rank by rank every step of the way mm-hmm. throughout the time that you're in it. And re- in and in in when I went, I was at the Air Force Academy. I don't know if you knew that. But I remember even at, in that place there was even less of us. But I remember mm-hmm. having older upperclassmen and getting to know military members while going through the school. So, you know, when it came to talking to our community, you know, learning the history with, the, you know, the black history within the military, these things you know, things that help kinda of give you your pride and connect you to okay, hey, you're gonna do this, you know, know what happened and what came before you and how you got a chance to do it. So without during all those connections though, I remember very good mentorship that just spoke about the you know, the military again where the military academy gonna eventually be in the military. And I re- and I remember good mentorship amongst those African American you know, officers that was teaching us and in upper class and that were teaching us that was saying, hey, but when, when you get out of this school and actually get in the actual Air Force,
2: <laughs> you got. That's <laughs> what they always say, right?
4: You, right, 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 right. But when they say when and you end up if you in your time are fortunate enough to have a, another officer that's black that's ob, ob, over you. And, and and they carry your respect from the moment you meet them, there's an obligation to make that man look good. Like, that was the good mentorship that was mm-hmm. provided to us. And, again, you was going to do your best, you know, just in the time that you was going to do in the military anyway. But I, mm-hmm. I never let go of my obligation a few times, and it only ended up being a if I remember correctly, really only once. But I, I, I never forgot that obligation to, I got, it, it meant more to me to make that superior look good because I understood what he had got, been through to even get above me. And that was great mentorship to be told that to have that subconscious obligation but I will tell you, in being taught that, I was hurt mm-hmm. when from time to time when I would have subordinates who I could clearly tell were not taught that in reference to being, you know, under myself or I watched them be under others. And it was clear mm-hmm. that they never got that mentorship. And I'm not I don't I'm not trying to find a place for blame, but I wanted to distinguish that, that type of mentorship Is necessary in the military, outside the military, and it could be part of this mind shift change that you're talking about. That, Mm -hmm. in order for it to grow, in my opinion, it's gonna take parents talking about these Mm. nuances for their children, so that they not that young that brother on the forklift one day. Does that make Mm. sense, Queen?
5: Absolutely, absolutely. Hundred percent makes sense, and and when you were speaking, what really kind of resonated with me, because I, you know, we're both military, right? I'm, I'm former Air Force, did about nine years, all on the enlisted side. Um, kind of dabbled with the idea of crossing over, but you know, I didn't. I will say this: the one thing the military instills, even if even before you start to see you and your brothers and sisters, as hey, we gotta we gotta collect, create this environment and remember, right, is the the power of one power of one one mission one accord and you know this right there's there's just no other way around that and so right. when you take that outside the context of the military right what 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 we as a people we need a we need a we need a one accord type of moment i'm I'm telling you now and it, and the reason why I say that is because even when you leave and as they say quote unquote go into civilian life um you're back into what is societal or it, it, there's not these groups of uh, elements of mentors or, you know, this community. People say you're exiting to a community. You're not. Come on, get over that shit. You're going into a neighborhood and you're trying to survive, right? So right you're coming back into a society that's, that's very individualistic, very, um, there's, there's not a lot of groups that are moving on one accord, you know, so you're you're comforted by the the fact that you're in this military element where you that is that is instilled day one, and so they kind of break you down, the build you back up. But the bottom line is, we're all military members. That's the one accord. So, what, as Black people, you know, whatever or Moors or whatever you want to we want to call ourselves, we had, need to have a one accord moment because until we get that, mindset shift, And then when we start to be in positions of power, even in somebody else's system, we can make it work for us. Understand? So that's what the Hispanics do. They're on one accord, right, or other communities do. So I'm I'm not going to just call out, you know, but not to say there's not division in other communities, but what I'm saying is on one accord, they're of one people. And when one person gets in, then that person, whether they're in a position of authority or just at the entry level, they're going to always make sure, when they see somebody that's of all, of one of them, then they're going to make sure they have an opportunity, even when it's in a system that they don't really control. So that's kind of how we got to think. So if you're going to go work in, an, in a system that, you know, hey, you want to move up that corporate ladder, then your one accord should be when I see my brother and sister, and either they're coming at me and from a, a another business perspective or, or they're working under me, we are of one people. And, yes, we might have learning moments, but we're here together, and when I go, they go, i got to make sure that they're mentored and, and, and socialized in such a way that they can do the same for those who come behind them that look like us. So either create no, your it, own it, system, like really create it, or, or or move that way. That's how I feel about it.
4: No, I love it. Uh, perfect timing. I was actually about to let people know if you're out there listening, press 1. If you're online and want to get in on this morning's discussion, the number is 646-787-1691. Again, that number is 646-787-1691. You must press 1 to let us know you want to speak. As you were speaking to me, I was literally about to tell you, one of my guests last week, Nick Dalton, he he did very well in corporate. He has his own businesses now, and, I, and we ended up just talking about his unique. And it's unfortunate this is unique because what you're talking about, as you said, needs to become massive. But he's been unique in that he did every while he was in corporate. He did everything you just talked about, and it became known for it. Because that's it's almost sad, right? That. That looking out and ensuring everybody else comes up and does better or is better than you, like these concepts that make sense to us, is he ended up being highlighted for being that way. And when I asked him, you know, you know, do you see a lot of what you do? And he admittedly said, Nah, I didn't see a lot of it, but I respected and love the fact that that's who he was. He's actually, I think if I'm reading this number correctly, I think that's who I'm about to pull up. And I was literally saying that, and my brother didn't piped in if I, if I got this number right. Brother Mickey, is that you on this on this on this six nine one? Is that you, King? You you know
8: it is King. What's up? Hey man. Hey uh, man, you thank you for like bringing it to
4: the table. Yeah man, we got two minutes. I'll keep you after the break, but go ahead and just jump in with it, King. Because I was everything yeah. you just heard me say, I was saying anyway, and I see you pipe up. So it was like you know that's how the universe do sometimes. Go ahead, King.
8: Yeah, no, it it, it lined up perfectly. I was just trying to wait and hear other opinions and whatnot, but. Um, I would say certainly, man, um, in my life, Black Envy has been very, very real, unfortunately. A quick story about that, I had a a friend of mine who was a very, very close friend of mine who were hired at the the same job around the same time, and we kind of came up and learned a lot together. Well, my career began to speed up a little bit, and I got into a leadership development program and ultimately into management. And to my face. Now, it's one thing to hate on me behind my back. And I guess I can find a level of appreciation for you saying it to my face, but he's like, how did you get that? And how did you get, that? and we do the same job? Like, so that's just one example. I have countless others, but we. I think we've made that point. I do want to comment quickly about um, the, the, the black women that work for black women, thing I heard. Um, I, okay. I have seen that happen before. Um, I've had much better uh, success myself with with other black males, but I don't think it's a thing against sisters. I think you don't have a lot of black people in upper management anyway, and you're going to probably see less sisters in management anyway. So the opportunity for one to work for a black woman is just simply less, and as a result, one might find that to be the case. And uh, the last thing I want to underscore—you uh, really heard it in Daryl Black's piece. Uh, you you kept calling it passion, but what I heard was pain. I heard hurt, and it's very hurtful like to have that. people not 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 help you when they can, particularly when you're one of the good ones. They can't recognize that you're different than other people. But I would say conversely, it's also hurtful to extend an olive branch, to give your all to someone, and then not reciprocate uh, to what you said, to go out of your way to make that person look good, to to be prepared, to go that extra mile, and to represent um, this movement, essentially, is what it is, and, and do their part from a functional level, as opposed to someone having to pull you along you're not going to be coachable. No, there's a responsibility on the on the if you want the help, be ready to receive it and to, to, to perform as a result. So that's all I got, brother.
4: Nah, thank you perfect. That's perfect timing, King. We're at the top of the hour. I got brother Pionk out there on the line. If you want to anybody else out there wanna get on the line, please press one. We're gonna to go to the top of the hour break. We're gonna keep this morning's discussion going. I got a cut out of this break. Um uh, so this to me good. And I think if we can get into some more nuance because, again, I think we got to go nuance level just to even discuss how this affects our community. You're listening to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. All I ask is that you think we'll be right back. Mm-hmm.
2: Cosmo, listen to me. We're fighting two wars here. What war? We, there's two wars. It's what your issue is, and it's what the perception of the issue is, and the narrative has changed. See, I'm hearing what you're no, saying, Mo- baby, and I agree with it, when the narrative changes. But if all of y'all said, this is the only issue I have with it, baby, when all of y'all said privately, to include Oprah, all of y'all said privately... We, I've done nothing wrong. When you tell the truth, you have to deal with the repercussions of the truth. We black out here. We can't come out here and do it any kind of way we want to. Let me, listen oh. to me. Your husband yes. can't be the Sydney that he really is out here. Let me tell They're you something. F- that flexing, we got to something. flex a different way. We Let out here in a game. This is the money game. This ain't the black man's game. This ain't the white man's game. It's this is the, the money game. We're in the money game. And you cannot sacrifice yourself. The we best are. thing you can do for this poor is people is not be brother. one of them. You cannot help them. We're in the money them, game. More. But let me tell you what the game you is before the, money game. Like this. before the money game. Before the money game, it's called the integrity game. And we've lost the integrity worrying about the money. But more Wait a minute. If I crumble, my children crumble, my grandchildren crumble, I cannot, for the sake of my integrity, stand up here And let everybody that's counting on me crumble so I can make a statement. There are ways to win the war in a different way.
4: Welcome back to the Myth Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates, along with special guest co-host Tamika Peoples, helping me hold down this morning's discussion question. Black envy, real or perceived as we hear the public, back and forth between the brothers Steve Harvey and Monique about her situation and mm-hmm. for anybody out there listening, if you are a first time listener, again, we do high level conversations on this show and so it's the cut you just heard and again, anybody can get in and pipe in on this tomorrow's discussion. It's not a discussion for us just to just give opinions on who was right, who was wrong, whether you, believe, you like Monique, whether you like Steve Harvey. I wanted to I played that cut, Sister Tamika, because I want us, and I ain't saying I already know how to handle it, but I want us to take that cut and think about what today's show is about and basically pull from that discussion, because I think there's nuance that has value in today's discussion, listening to what we just heard. And so, you know, it's not, and again, I'm not saying people don't give you opinions about what you just heard, but I'm, again, I'm, I'm challenging, the, you know, our community, those that are listening, this is what we do, to see if we can go above and beyond our opinions and whether we like one of them or not or who we think handled it right or wrong. That's that's low level for what we do on the Live, on the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. I want us to pull out of what we heard, you know, all the aspects of what we just heard that are, that apply to today's show. I'm going to put you on the spot, Queen, brother, Pian- before I get to you, brother, Pianchi. Um, um, if you understand that what I'm asking here, is there anything you pull out of that, that that dialogue that applies to this morning's discussion? Again, I'm you're on the spot, Queen, but I know you're capable.
5: Mm-hmm. Talk, talk to me. <laughs> I think it definitely correlates what I would say is envy. Of what game are you playing? One of the, the core pieces, I think, between that back and forth was the integrity, the money game, and, and what are we – so when I hear us talk about black envy in the black community, what are we chasing? What integral core are you operating from? And that will ultimately, honestly, it will dictate how you not only treat us as, as, when you see us in, this, in these spaces as a community, but how you treat everyone you encounter. So if you're chasing the money game, there's some portions of you, which I believe we all are, elements of us, okay, are chasing the money game to do two things, use it as a tool or use it for a position of empowerment. And so I, I, what I will say is when I think of envy, those are the three things that we should be, we should be discussing about your, your internal core, your integrity, and what are you chasing and for what reason.
1: Now, Once you define those, you you, you, you will
5: you know i it will it, you it will it will honestly bear out in your actions and in your fruit, and that's
1: all, nah, that's all I have to say about it. No,
4: no, no, that's strong. I'm gonna bring some stuff to the table, mm-hmm. but let me go ahead and um, let brother Pionker who's been waiting to get on. Thank D Black looking to get back in as well, so I'll try to get to him. Anybody out there else listening? Please press one. Let's go to our number one caller, brother Pionker is with us again. What you got before, hey. King? You know, you got to say coming out of St. Louis, so I'll let people know where you're from, King. Um, but if you will, give us your three cents on this morning discussion question.
0: Coming out of bed and Rouge today, man. I okay. learned a long time ago that my my brain is bigger than that of a duck and a goose. When winter comes, they fly south. Where it's warm. I yeah, love it. <laughs> love but
1: uh,
0: on your question, the topic is the envy. Yes, the envy do exist. I mean, look at uh, Marcus Garvey. It was du-, du Bois and other black leaders that sick the FBI on Marcus Garvey because he was gathering people that they couldn't gather. For some reason or another, you got these organizations that think they have sole proprietorship over people that's quote-unquote called black. And that's what you see. Now, the uh, this, the exchange you had with uh, Steve, Harvin and Steve Harvey and his Monique. Let me tell Monique. you about integrity. <laughs> I, as an investor, is not thinking about no integrity as it applies. When you sit down in front of me or you want to get on board, that stuff is all out the window. Nobody's The integrity comes when you sitting at the table. And you have to show that you are well you that you deserve to sit at the table. How do you do that? You gotta show a balance sheet, you gotta show profit and loss, you gotta show your cash flow, your net profit over time, and your account receivables over time. That's what we wanna see. Another thing, your integrity is, is your taxes paid? Do you have any liens against you? Are you back and you behind in your child support? And are you bondable? Now, once you have shown that, then we can sound you can join in on the process of joint venturing with what it is that we're talking about doing. You know, getting back to the envy, you've seen the envy with Steve Harvey, how people criticize him for sitting down and talking with Donald Trump. Those people are going to be on the outside He's doing what he has to do and others are doing in order to make way for themselves and their group or whatever it is. Before I got, when I leave you, I'm going and get on a call with some people about an airline in a Central African country. That's the way it works. Your group has ambitions toward whatever. It could be producing honey. It could be building a Mercedes-Benz stadium. It could be a shipping port. It could be forming a boys and girls club. That is your central focus, and the people that comes to the table have expertise in making your central focus happen. Critical thing, too, you have to have a business plan. You know why? Because if you're sitting in front of some investors and you're talking about getting engaged in a business or uh, entrepreneurship... You have to compare what you're doing to other successes that's already out in the industry and doing it. They report to Down and Brad Street, and you can go and look at the industry trends, and they provide that information. And when you compare, Monte, what your cost for communication, transportation, electricity, what your cost is going to be for certain supplies, if your percentages of your expenses is greater than what theirs are and they already operating successfully, then something's wrong with you. You understand what I'm trying
1: to say?
4: Let me, let me, let me, let me tell you what I think I'm hearing, Brother Pianchi, Because you, again, as always, you bring a lot to the table and, and I love trying to process it in, in reference to anything that we're discussing. So I'm going to give you a small understanding. I'm going to let you know, Mr. Queen here speak as well. So I think in all, you laying all of that out, with what you're bringing to the table, if I'm hearing you correctly, is when you, you know when you start talking about the nuts and or bolts of or what it actually takes to actually move forward, what you're moving for, forward with, that the envy people may experience, you know, that they may experience from others outside of people that are not in your tribe or on your focus. And you're saying, hey, is real. But I think I hear you also saying how much it doesn't matter when you have a, a certain focus and that your focus on what you say you're focused on, it requires a lot. So I think I hear you saying it, with the envy being real, how much you can't worry about it and what others think. When your focus is on whatever your focus is on, I think that's what I'm hearing you say in all the details that you gave me. Am I understanding yeah. you? And if I'm not,
0: please clarify. Well, uh, actually, yourself, if, I if, wanted to stay on topic. Are hearing too. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. I wanted to stay on topic on the envy as the topic of your show. And I tried to move away from that because I did say that, yes, the envy exists between black people and black groups because we've seen it in the play out between Marcus Garvey and W.E.D. Du Bois at the time. Uh, W.E.D. Du Bois and uh, Hubert Harrison at the time. Yes, that envy is there. And you've seen it being played out with Steve Harvey when he went and sat and talked with Donald Trump. People have no business telling that man that he what's the old term that he's a sellout when he never bought in. He's buying into certain things. Then I went and talked about the comment that the lady was making about the integrity. That integrity is a pseudo integrity. The real integrity is like what I just got through laying out. You Basic. know, you got a business, Basic. and I have to comment about them all the time. That one business is involved in uh, airlines that you advertise, that's advertising. That is a business. Oh, yeah, that I yeah, like yeah to my study. brother,
4: LNG Technologies.
0: L- yeah, yeah, let, let me ask me you a you quick something.
4: question, and I won't. Yes, oh, oh, I'm sorry, please finish. No, no, please finish. Please finish. I got a question
0: for you. I can finish. Yeah, that is a business I would like to study and talk because he is a unique business. But guess what? He wouldn't be able to stay in. I bet if you took his financials and compared it with other businesses like him that's been long running and successful, the percentages of their expenses toward their costs. Is almost identically the same. Is fifteen percent here? He may be thirteen percent. He may, they may be twenty three percent over there. He may be maybe twenty four percent. Because they are already successful in an industry, for him to be successful in that industry, you got to match what somebody successful is already doing.
3: Now, here's my question to you. Not
4: fair enough. Here's my question to you specifically about the W E Du Bois and Marcus Garvey, because I, and that's a I think that's a great point, to you know, the in innocence to stay on top. So what do you think about, because I, I study both of those men, I respect both of those men, and clearly, you know, I can only study it, right? When I read, because, again, I, I'm, I love getting all the information, and, again, I'm not saying I've seen everything, but in this, I, I admire both men. What would you have, and I'm not saying what was right or wrong. I just want to hear how you what you think about this. What would you have a W.E. Du Bois do in the sense that he believed some aspects of Marcus Garvey was scamming people? And I already know getting the FBI involved is way past what we should be doing to one another. So that's easy to say he shouldn't have done that. I would like to hear in, you know, how could it been handled even if he think he was right in his assessment. How how just to get a, a perspective on what we should do because when we hear what sh- what don't what shouldn't have been done, it's easy to t- attach to that part. What's your thoughts on how DeBoys might have could have handled it versus taking it to the level that he took it to?
0: Well. I don't think the boys should have sicked the SBI on Marcus. Carter. I agree. Yeah,
4: that, that's, you to, that's that, a given. I don't think that.
0: I don't think that they should have went to the post office to get Hubert Harrison fired because of what he was talking on the stepladders on street corners. See, here's the thing. Right. If you disagree with somebody, so saying, leave him What do you
4: think on. W the boy should? My question is, what do you think? How would the I'm boy? Getting rid, how do you he think? Is, okay, my bad. I'm sorry. I'm left left my fault. My
0: fault. I agree. He should have left. He should have went on and done what he was doing. It's just like that, that the bicycle wheel. You ever look at a bicycle wheel? You got the axle, then you got all these different spokes that proceed out to the circumference, the perimeter. He should have took to his. He should have took his spoke and proceeded out to his perimeter and not try to destroy Marcus Garvey. The people that see, King. Uh, see Steve Harvey speaking with Donald Trump, if you don't – that's fine. You got a right to do that. But don't encourage me to register to vote. Then try to coerce me to vote how you want me to vote because Strong you're point. being hypocritical. I just
3: wanted to hear that
4: perspective on everything that you said. Thank you this morning, King, for your thoughts. Um, to, All right. To me yeah, now, thank you very much, King. Tamika, any thoughts on all of what we just kind of wrapped up with Brother Bianchi? Because, again, I just wanted to hear what he thought should have been done. And what he, I will say what he said at the end is what I'm constantly con- encouraged amongst the mental dialogue community is even when you disagree, allow them to be. That's a, that's a you, know, you know, I'm a philosopher. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's kind of on the spot and it rhymes and everything, but I do preach <laughs> that all the time. So that's something that I can say at the very end that I do agree with we got to do better at allowing others to be, even when we disagree. But for any thoughts from you, Queen, on just hearing a lot of the places that Brother Pianchi went in reference to this this morning's discussion question.
5: Well, I think he really tied in all the different areas that I at the beginning of the show I referenced that I think about envying, right? And when he started to lay out the business perspective of this, understand that this is a business. Okay, And your group or your you know, um, entity has to move and be able to succeed on the business platform at a level that's comparable to what's already industry-stranded. And, again, I would say the industry has been controlled and manipulated, so how many people are in that space? So I think he just touched control what you can control. Don't worry about what the next man or next woman is doing. Your niche is going to be your niche. And to be successful in business, if you, if you carve that out, and when when the dust has to meet the road, right? And it, all of us know what that looks like. Gave balance sheets, all that stuff he talked about. It's it's going to be when you're going after investors, you're going to have to you're going to have to appear a particular way, and that's the business piece. So I would say, from a core, we're all chasing certain things, but you have to have a foundation, okay? And the foundation has has to be, I think, this power on um, this power of one when it comes to us and our people, because I don't think, you know. Um, The boys had to fix the FBI or Marcus Garvey. I would maybe submit to all of us that the FBI was already watching Garvey, and there was a plan to bring down both of those men. So, because when you have a system of power control and elements, you can't have certain elements arise in that system, because when you do, it'll destroy the system. So, um, we don't have to try to fight to destroy ourselves, people. There's already now. Do we want to be a part of that, or do we want to counter that? And that's what we have to operate from. So I think nah, he was just I, touching I, on all I, three of those elements.
4: Mm-hmm. No, nah, I respect that. Let's go to another uh, quick break. When we come back, we're going to continue this conversation with we, none other than a, a – a, a, I don't know if I'm saying his name right, Jesse Smollett. Uh Smollett. Again, we could have started with that. So I'm going to bring that up uh, as well because elements of what we're talking about this morning really played out in that situation and again, not to get too deep in the situation itself, but to, to talk about aspects of how it applies this morning. We'll be right back listening to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. All I ask that you think.
5: Babe, hey, where did you get that hat and T-shirt? I like that.
3: Oh, I got this at moneymotivation.com. It's fresh, right?
5: Yes, and I love the message on it, too. You are the hustle, huh?
3: That's what the shirt says. I am the hustle. They embody the entrepreneurial spirit. And what I like the most, it's more than a brand. It's a lifestyle for those who want to put in the work and expect to have the final things in life. I also follow them on Instagram. Check this post out.
5: If you believe money is the root of all evil, you're using it wrong?
3: Or how about this one? Excuses made $0 an hour.
5: I like those. What's their IG?
3: At moneymotivation.co.
5: But do they have any ladies gear?
3: Yes, you're going to love the clothing line they got for the ladies. Matter of fact, pull up their website, moneymotivation.com, and I'm going to get you a few things so we can both look like money. Everywhere I go, go. And everywhere I be, I don't even talk,
2: talk. They know me. Because I look like money. Male like.
4: Welcome back to the Mr. Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Soccer along with special guest co-host Tamika Peoples. This morning's discussion question, Black Envy, real or perceived? Again, we went a lot of places with this discussion this morning. For those who are out there on the line, please press 1 if you want to give us your three cents on this morning's discussion. If you're listening online, the number to get in is 646 787 one six nine one. Again that number six four six seven eight seven one six nine one and pre please press one to let us know you wanna speak. So before the break, Queen us uh, you know, about this crazy situation, right? With uh, the the Empire actor Jesse Smollett. I don't right? know, may say been saying his name incorrectly. Um but as we see all that is developed from it, at the core of how that situation has, is based on the information that we have at this point, the core of that situation, at the core of it, was a, a, a young man saying, "I ain't being recognized enough, and I'm gonna put this together, in a sense, for more recognition." It looks like envious of other people, and on the very, you know, what it, almost to the degree to the very show that he was even a part of, envious of their recognition. Because from what I understand, maybe he was getting written out of the show, and so he searching for a level of notoriety to be remembered, to increase his profile. And you know, there's a lot going on there, right? Especially in this social media age, and, and you know, these younger people in a sense, chasing clout. You know, people have always, unfortunately, been willing to chase clout in all kind of ways, but obviously this is playing out, at least again, from what we know very ugly for this brother. And, But at the core, it seems, again, we started this show, and you mentioned you could talk about Envy on a personal level and on a business level, but it seems that, in a sense, from a personal level that, a, that he had, Moved into the his business world of what he wanted to be, that that this that envy, his own envy, it seems, played out in a, in a in a in an incredibly at this point very ugly way from what we can from what we can gather at this point. And I was talking to a, a brother last night that just knew that we were doing this show, and he was, he was like, "Well, hey, that situation speaks to this. I literally set this show up this week." We're not thinking about that situation because I didn't give it a lot of energy. And when the brother that was mentioned it to me, I was like, you're right. How does, that, that situation applies aptly to this morning's discussion. So it's, I think it's mm-hmm. only right that we at least bring it to the table. And I want to hear your thoughts. But, I, again, mm-hmm. I will just, from my perspective, narrow it down and say that what we're talking about this morning is the core of what may have predated that situation for that brother. Any thoughts, Queen?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh,
5: you know, at at the core, I think he was afraid of losing what he already had. So not only was he envious, he was operating from a place of fear, from a place of lack. Um, I mean, I I don't know the like you said, it's very fluid situation. I do know that you know, you know, there seems to be some inconsistency. So you know, they they made it a criminal charge. So here we are. You know, what are we chasing? You know, what is your makeup? You know, and some of us chase this fame, and there's certain elements of that you're willing to do so you don't lose it. And uh, that was the wrong base to be operating from. So, you know, all I could say about the Jesse Smollett situation is it's uh, tragic. Sorry, he, had, he felt he had to do any of that just to get or maintain a position on a show or maintain an element of fame and notoriety, <laughs> or as some might say, top of mind. That's tragic that we're in this place that we are going to be top of mind. But it is what it is. That's that's what the wood or Hollywood or
4: fame will do to some people. Hey, when you say that it's fleeting, you know those are the terms that I that I hope parents are sharing, you know, with their children in the world that they're more exposed to, you know, just simply wanting to be famous as if that's actually something. So I hope that those are the things, the words that parents are using to say. You know, to take and and take a teaching moment with their youth to say, well, you know, let me talk to my teenagers about this situation, versus allowing them to just process it from their perspective, or uh, whether they believe yeah. them or don't believe them. Like, you know, I mean, and adults are doing that too. But I hope parents are taking advantage of it. Brother Mickey, it looks like he's trying to get back in. Let me get him back on the line as well. I'm hearing this
1: correctly.
4: Uh, Brother Mickey Dalton, are you trying to get back in on the discussion? If so, please go ahead, Ken. We with it.
8: Yes, sir. I try to be as succinct as possible. I want to. I really want to frame my my point around integrity. Uh, it's come up a few times, but I don't think it's gotten its just due. And I want to
6: underscore, maybe for,
8: for those that may be younger or those that are, that are less exposed to things that um, I think it's mathematically um, impossible to have sustained success in anything, whether it's financial, uh, your personal life, but certainly when you're talking about galvanizing our community and having a common mindset. Of uh, Each one, teach one, and uh, us so genuinely having a, 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 a sound infrastructure for supporting each other, um, I think it's absolutely paramount. Uh, Steve Harvey made a comment about, you know, not for the sake of my integrity, am I going to sit there, blah, blah, blah. As the money grows, it will come into conflict with integrity. And it seems as though Monique faced some of those situations, and that's a choice that she made. So, I disagree with with Steve's perspective on it. I love Steve Harvey, but that particular point I do not agree with because there's going to come a point where you have to make that decision, and many of us make poor decisions. Now, with Justice Millette, this is a person that, yes, it's envious and all this, but again, this is, to me, 75, 80% of this about a lack of integrity and up to and including possible some form of mental illness because something may have to be wrong with it. I don't know, but for you to think that that was going to work, uh, assuming that what we know is true at this point, you think that's going to work and you play with that, but that's a lack of integrity. He got, he got behind yeah, himself over, over some money or the lack of recognition and, and not being in a position where he felt like he should be and c- compounded with the fact that he's the, the face of a significant movement that's getting tremendous traction in America right now, the LGBTQ community. He took an unnecessary risk and and played himself and caused a lot of harm to the movement that he represented. And to me, it is foundationally rooted in a lack of integrity. So integrity, Mm -hmm. in my opinion, should be first and foremost. And I I had to learn some hard lessons in my life to get that ingrained into who I am right now. So that's my
4: three cents.
1: Mm -hmm. No, I was going to say this real quick before you go.
4: That's a strong, yeah, that's a strong three cents. And, and, and I want to say, and as it relates to this morning's discussion, I want to give, give you one thought, and i got to go to another break. In relations is, again, people at least, with when it comes to integrity, I don't even know as a society we're doing a good job even teaching that no more. You know, King, if I could just even throw that out there. Um, but but when you say come up into these situations, and, and in relation to this morning's discussion, a, a lot of times, Envy will have people to push their own integrity. So we, at the core, mm-hmm. integrity is the bigger issue. But the concept of envy will have people not act with a level of integrity quite often. And I'm just connecting the two and want to get one quick no I, for them before I go to this I, next break. A, and again, I'm not saying you are bringing a difference. Me. I just wanted to say it and hear your thoughts.
8: No, I completely agree with it. It definitely goes hand in hand and. I don't think we've analyzed the you – know, in, in any form, uh, but certainly in our own community, Without talking about about uh, its connection to integrity. You know what I mean? In the Mark Garvey situation, the mm-hmm. boy, boy would have set up a meeting with him. I know for a fact if I was about to do something that was grossly inconsistent with my moral compass, the person you know that I am, but it's improper for a movement that we're both engaged in – you're going to you, – it may not be a check-in, but you're going to call me to the carpet. You're going to have the, the conversation that you should have with me. Absolutely. You would fly to Texas to make right. sure that you have a – you did it when, it when it counted less. We were kids. You did it. I know it's in you, right. and I would do the same. I would expect Mark Ranger, Brent, anybody to come and have that discussion right. with me because – and try to shape my, my view on what's going on, my perspective on my desires at that point, um, and, and do it with a level of gentleness and respect, but it would happen. And so that's, that's, that's integrity to me
4: right? Not dropping down to the feds. No, that's perfect. Or disregarding what somebody else
1: doing.
4: Right. That's perfect. And that example is why this conversation, why mental dialogue is worth it. To give people the example of, well, we always talk about what we can't do and what we shouldn't do, but we got to give them game for what's the best way to do it. And, And again, like you said, when he didn't When it didn't even matter as much on something, much less, you're right. That is how we handle one another quite often. We did it with each other quite often, and that's the love that Tamika's been talking about all night, all morning, in my opinion. That has to be the the context that we give to the next generation when it comes to navigating one another, To, in addition to the American experience. Strong thoughts, King. Let me go to this break take care of my sponsor Tamika you first thing out of the break sorry about Cut out, mm-hmm. no, the cutout queen Listen to the dialogue talk show all I ask is that you think we'll be right back
7: are you ready to finally have a solution to your credit problems are you tired of high interest rates loan denials and high security deposit requirements, whether you're looking to buy a home or car or you're looking to improve your credit score for other reasons, we can help you permanently stop embarrassing credit card application denials, even if you've tried everything. We'd like to introduce you to Exodus Credit Repair. Exodus Credit Repair is a unique blend of financial services that help you address your spending, debt, financial knowledge, and most importantly, your credit score.
4: For more information on Exodus Credit Repair, contact them directly at exoduslifechange.com or directly at 678-580-1756.
2: They be hating quiet. They don't hate loud. They hate quiet. Like every time you say you're going to do
4: something
0: good with your life, they got to make a little noise, a little sound effect. They just, man, I'm going to get my
7: shit together. <laughs> You, they
0: they gon' hate. They got to. They don't have no choice. They gotta hate. Jesus was perfect. He only had twelve friends. One of them was a hater. Sat right at the table with him. Jesus was cool. He ain't say nothing to him. I'd, admit Jesus, I'd have been Jesus out of front of them all first chance I got. Did you. you gonna sit at my
2: table, Judith? Put some water on the ground. Do you see me walking on water,
1: Judith, turn you into a frog.
4: Welcome back to the <laughs> dialogue talk show. Well, all I ask
1: that
4: you say, the cat Williams was just that dude, right? <laughs> and, you know, as, as intellectuals, we like to keep it. Yes, sir, as intellectuals, we like to keep it. You know, we got to enjoy doing these deep and thoughtful conversations. The Queen, as I told you, you would have it after the break. So if you will, go wherever you need to go, where you want to go. Again, it, you know, we, we, just deep, we just deep diving. On black envy is able yeah. to proceed in our community. Go ahead, Queen.
5: You know, I just, uh, one uh, uh, what was the brother's name who just recently spoke? I uh, um, appreciate Nikki it. Dalton,
4: Mickey Dalton, Mickey yeah, Mickey
5: Dalton. Mickey Dalton, I appreciate that, brother, and uh, and
1: uh, Dr. Pianke and Pianke
5: also. You know, I'll have to say, very true. You know, our integrity, where we operate from as a core, will drive everything we do. But when I, when I hear those little, little pieces about the fame and the fortune and, you know, potentially maybe why Mr. Smollett did what he did, right, I would submit to you that, like you said, brother, it's going to have to start with what we instill in ourselves and in our children. You know, we're all, we're all going to have some level of a, a, a eulogy that is read about us when we leave. What legacy are we building? So those are the kind of conversations that we need to have instead of fame, right, because fame is what they'll do in seasons, right? We're, your your name, your legacy is what you will will live throughout history, right? So we're not, we're not here for seasons, finally. We're not here for none of that, you know? And I, I love what that brother said. So there will be moments where your integrity will come into conflict with what you're, you're striving at, right? It might be the, the money or the, the, or, the, or the fame or the fortune. And the decision you make to operate at that next level um to, 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 to go on to that next venture should come from a place of integrity, because if it doesn't, then it's going to change everything that you're you're doing, and it can lead to your destruction. So operate from what you're going to put on that eulogy. Operate from the legacy you want to build, and and don't don't chase these things that are fleeting. And operate from that core of integrity and that power of one. That's all I would say. I, I really love this conversation. It's really taking us to different places, but at the bottom, at the end of the day, what are we chasing? Where
4: are we operating from? Now these are poignant, and it's good to be, in my opinion, for it to be you know, continually reiterated. So I appreciate you for, in a sense, kind of holding the line. I would say um, throughout this conversation because I didn't even know everywhere this was going to go. I will say in listening to you that oh, something I think we get, that we can talk about and I think plays a role in in why maybe enough of us are not doing what you're talking about is this aspect. And this is, again, just, just clean. We're just doing nuance. That's what we do on this show. Again, please, if you want to get in, press 1. If you want to call in, 646-787-1691, and then press 1 to make sure you get heard. So the aspect of even listening to you speak, Queen, that, again, I think is playing a role and, it, it, and since we continue, I think most people continue to say Black envy is a real thing. And I, I don't usually like to get caught up into the degree that something is worse in our community because we, we do that with so many things that are sometimes unfairly just based on propaganda that we just playing bad. And so, you know, I don't like to do it, you know, too often. But I can agree with all most of you, you know, the callers that are saying it's a real thing for our community. All for that. A, a, if it is a real thing, I don't again, I don't know, I don't, want, you know, I don't think we can figure out between you and I if it's more prevalent or getting bigger and things of that nature right now. But what I will say in today's environment is the aspect of. Of operating from from a so from a such an individualistic mindset, which is very much the American way. I call it American individualism. What I what I would throw out there, and I want to hear your thoughts on this, Queen, is that as a community with the history that we have in this country, that us Jumping and and buying into America's concept of you know individualism to the degree that there is that 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 you in a sense don't have to be conscious of the community around you whatsoever just do your thing. I would say that as some of our own community, in my opinion, has bought into that then that's how, in my opinion, you get people who, as Mickey said, those moments when that comes into question, well, if you ain't never had to have no concern or no conscience about the others and the rest, then it becomes easy mm-hmm. to operate with less integrity because you were not raised or instilled with a sense of consciousness to the rest of the community. And as I'm thinking about this, I'll even apply it again. I, you know, I don't want, I, you know, I'm not a, when it comes to, the, you know, even to the W. Du Bois and Marcus Garvey example that was brought to the table, in that situation, like my brother Mickey said, hey, there's a way to handle that. Well, their egos got to the degree that they did an action that was not going to be recoverable, period, one, blank. Because as you said, them elements exist anyway. And when you say those element, elements exist anyway to in a sense, probably as you said, shooting to take both of them down per se, But those efforts were put into place. Well, if we up against all of that to try to, as a black person, navigate the American experience and buy into American individualism is the last thing that could be considered successful, in my opinion. And I said a lot. I want to let you jump in and peel it back. I hope it relates and everything that I said. But I'm just trying to say that buying into that, is is the is the thing that doesn't give us a chance for the consciousness to do the very thing you've been preaching all morning in my opinion.
1: Of course. Yeah.
5: Absolutely. A hundred percent agree. We've been socialized a very particular way. We've been divided. The core of our family has been deconstructed, destroyed, somebody would say, I would say. So um as a people, we are battling a lot and this social construct this uh, American experiment is one of them so I've talked a lot this morning about the mindset we have to unlearn everything we they have they have taught us and um, unfortunately it's reinforced in us at every level in every instance that we touch their one of their institutions to include their colleges to include their public schools you understand me Rooted. The, this individual pillar of success is so rooted in the core of every institution within this America that it's mind-boggling. So we have a lot of deconstruction to do, a lot of relearning, a lot of re-socialization who we are as a group. We're tribes. Okay?
3: And, and I would just
5: so, simply hope.
3: I
4: was simply, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, please, finish.
5: No, I'm done. I'm done, Queen. I'm done, kid. Okay, I
4: was going to say that I would simply hope, and I'm, and I'm not trying to say it's simple because, it like you said, it's a lot of deconstructing, but I would simply hope, like, what we're doing now, which is the recognition of it,
1: mm. with,
4: with just recognizing it can mm. be enough for, in, you know, anybody that's listening with children. Like, awareness helps you navigate it better because it is reinforced. Like, I'm not naive to it ain't going to stop being reinforced.
8: We can be aware
4: of how it's not helpful for our community and prepare our children uh, enough information to connect them to family and culture to where, because we watch plenty of cultures in this country, you know, again, it's it's exposed, proposed, and they contend with it too, but keep some level mm-hmm. of culture. Now, I'm not giving another group credit considering our history is, you know, and again, again why we're having trouble with it. Like, you know, like that's very real too. But an awareness of it gives us a chance to ensure and, you know, make family so important again that we don't watch examples play out now in social media where we're looking at it like, man, how can you do that to your own family? And the answer to that okay. question quite often now is the lack of that family and cultural structure to the extent
1: uh-huh. American
4: individual living will allow you to act in a way that you don't even care about the shame that it may bring uh, okay. um, you know, to your own family. Like, like when Mickey said, uh, I think Mickey said, like, you know, you know, maybe he's mentally sick when it comes to Jesse, in the sense of, you know, how could he even think that that could work? You know, there's, there's plenty of times, and I'm, I'm assuming I grew up in the south, so I, I'm fortunate enough to have had, you know, a family structure to the extent that I still remember when, when even Shane was very powerful in how you would act based on your family name. <laughs> I, I, mm-hmm. you know, without mm-hmm. families. We don't have young people, generations of today, that even understand the power of your name was stronger than money, stronger than contracts mm-hmm. at one time. Mm-hmm. And just mm-hmm. becoming aware of it and talking about it again and saying, I need that in my family. You can create it in your family if you don't, if you discuss it. That's what we're doing this mm-hmm. morning. We're actually up against mm-hmm. the break. You know, go against the last break. I think Mickey might be trying to jump in again. That's how we do it, a free flow in a show. Anybody want to get on this last segment, we're going to give you one last shot, Six four six 787 1691 I'm enjoying the show again. As I told you, Queen, I didn't know where it was going to go this morning, but it's been quite enjoyable at this point. I listen to You're listening to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. All I ask that you think, we'll be right back.
3: LNG Technology Services, we are your industry leader in aircraft and heavy equipment repair services. In commercial business for over 15 years, LNG technicians have over 150 years of equipment-specific knowledge and are known <coughs> industry-wide for <coughs> turning worn out, broken, and overused ground support equipment back to the user in working better than new conditions. For a service job done right at a value unparalleled in the industry, contact LNG Technology Services at 478-781- Four eight six zero. Again, for a service job done right, that number is 478-781-4860. LNG Technologies is a Mental Dialogue Gold member and proud sponsor of the Mental Dialogue community. What up, King? Check out this new dashiki and RBT chain I just picked up. Word? Red, black, and green. Fresh. Yeah, I think I'm going to rock my red and black J's with it, too. That's cool, King. But have you seen these new Abjewel kicks, though? Oh, wait. Them joints is cold. I got to get some of them. They match my chain. Where you get them from? Oh, you can go to Abjewel.com. They got them polo shirts, flip flops, slippers, and tennis shoes. They bring in the quality and class to the conscious community. Abjewel.com? Yep. Okay, I'm on it. This is protected by the red, the black, and the green
1: with the
3: key. <laughs> the Abjewell collection, that's A B D J U W E A R, is also sold at the Black Dot Cultural Center in Lithonia, Georgia. A portion of the profits are redistributed to benefit the students at the Yuhuru Academy, an African Center Educational School. A dollar spent with Abjure is a dollar circulated in the black community. Welcome back to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show.
4: Again, I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates, along with special guest co-host, Tamika Peoples. Gotta highlight com. Gotta highlight MoneyMotivation.com. If you are a follower of the Mental Dialogue Community Club on Facebook or IG, I highlighted the fact. I was gonna bring and share my sponsors, previous past sponsors, clothing lines to the table for this month. Uh in in lieu of the Gucci Fiasco and now more even more companies that, you know, find other ways to, you know, if, you know, it, I guess in their minds, harm our community. I never care what they're thinking. It never surprises me and didn't have a lot to say about it. As these things continue to happen, I did do a quick Facebook post highlighting money motivation. Who again? I was. It's the the beauty of this is I said I was going to highlight these black brands that I already support because I buy us. I don't waste money with them. And when, when especially Mm -hmm. on stuff wasteful as that. But I say Mm -hmm. that I was. I had already planned to highlight them as my action response not emotional social, social media post about it, but I put it up to say, hey, I'm going to highlight these brands that have supported me, you know, for free. The beauty of it, so money mm-hmm. money, motivation came to the table with me already planning to do that to say we want to sponsor for a year. So I'm looking to just shine light, and they didn't to the table and say, love what you're doing. They've already bought packages in the past and said, we're going to sponsor mm-hmm. for an entire year. So the karma mm-hmm. and the beauty but when we looking out and supporting our own, and, and there's so much beauty behind a lot of the companies that decide to support intellectual radio to this degree, that as you heard with Abdu, where their proceeds go to a african Center school. Um, just to highlight money motivation once again, obviously I'm thankful, but I, I had just posted two weeks ago they making a move where they're setting a couple of youth up. Every so often, with twenty five hundred, and showing them how to invest it and putting it in a trust that they can't touch till they twenty five. When I see highlights like that, this is how we move when we do well in our community. There's mm-hmm. a consciousness that 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 I love for those mm-hmm. who maintain that consciousness and ends up being the very opposite of what I was just talking about prior
1: mm-hmm. to the break. Mm-hmm. So I'm
4: thankful to money motivation, thank you for Abjure. Thank you for LNG Technologies. Thank you for Exodus House. If you got a business, you want this kind of love, please support us. need you if you don't have a business. Go dialogue.com and become an individual supporter to say, we need this on the air. I need you to support us. Thank you to those that are already doing it. But it all comes full circle. Even in the discussion on black envy of all things, Queen just you know mm-hmm. kind of jump in, and you know where you wow. you know where you <laughs> in. Let me, let me I, for say that. Thank I
1: have to build. So,
4: yeah, that. yeah, please, please.
5: You know, every time you know, I I support individually. I, I support. Try I try to support with my time and my my mental thoughts um, and energy always. Um, but what I will say is when I hear you know about the the companies. And the community that you are building is why I'm so I'm so impressed, and why I'm so committed to this space, and, and 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 even building out a whole textile facility in the U.S. So that we don't have to worry about whether or not a Gucci production house is going to completely you know continue to disrespect our community. We'll we'll soon have a place where we can go and we can do that ourselves. Well, uh, so I I really. I can't say enough about shifting the mindset, operating from a a place of integrity, and making sure that we think of each other as one. And when you do that, you'll be surprised, which one you attract, because what you put out is what you attract. And so, um, you know, I I was so blessed to even meet on on this journey Uh, a world renowned quilter, black quilter out of uh, Lawrence, Kansas. Uh, Lawrence, the Freetown of Kansas, right? And we're we're doing the, some of the same stuff. We're having the training and, and talking about building as a community again because we're operating from a, a, a base of one, right? So I'm just mm-hmm. impressed. I'm thankful to be a part of this community, and I, I'm going to continue to grow what you can. I, I, I love what you're doing. And thank you for highlighting those businesses.
4: No, I have to. and You know, I, I've told you personally, thank you. Let me say it on the air. Um, if you are a first time listener, uh, my my co host is is a is something like a big thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like a something like a big deal is what I meant to say. And uh and again I know you you know, I know you don't wanna steal this moment or me just do that to you or whatever, but I do highly encourage if you Love the consistency that she's brought this morning. Highly encourage you to go listen to the pre, to previous podcast that, that one of my most amazing conversations with smart people um, that featured uh, um, Asa MOTEP in the first hour and Tamika Peoples in the second hour. I still get amazing feedback from people who I really admire how they mind work and when they listen to that show, how much they appreciated what they was able to get out of it, you know. You know, in that first hour, that brother just really took the, you know, the history of of us to a degree that most people have not heard. And then to be followed up by, I will say this on the show: the first sister to be a textile manufacturer owner in this country since 1904. You know, you know, we we almost about to break ground on that day. We are very close. So when I say she's something like a big deal, this is real. Ain't nobody going to have that claim, and you're not doing it for the claim or the fame. You are sincerely trying to show and leave that very legacy that you mentioned earlier for your own but for others to look at and emulate, and, and that's why I, I thank you and appreciate you for taking the time out of everything you're doing because I can say quite often, and I don't even have problems with it, when people are doing things as big as you're doing, Again, we start talking about black envy. I never take issue with them in a sense not having time for me. See, I envy sometimes will try to get in the way of that person even getting their foundation settled and in place before they can, as they say, get to what they need to get to to help to, to help you. They they may be in a hard, but we get in the way and say they not this and not that and, and sabotage before they get there. And then they preach this dynamic. Uh, I feel having so many people bitter along the way, and they finally get it right, it's kind of like what Brother Bickett said, when you offer that olive branch and it's kind of frowned upon or even, you know, to get nasty with it, shit it on to the extent Well, I'm here now, I don't even know if I want to help you, niggas. And I don't even use mm-hmm. that word. But he, went nothing else to say that didn't fit the moment at that moment. And, again, that's not mm-hmm. placing blame on none of us as individuals. But in order to not do those things, I think you got to talk about it. And that's all we're doing. This
1: mm-hmm. Morning. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
5: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well said. Um. Now, we'll talk about it. We we always have to talk about it because if not, we're not really doing what, what we need to fix so that we can be communal, a community again. That's all. And I appreciate that we have these conversations. That's the reason we have them. You know, we're not throwing darts, none of that. We're just trying to build, really build back our culture, our family, our community again. And this, we don't need help, family. We just need us. Outside, you I love understand it. what I mean by that. I'm sorry. We need. That's, we got.
4: Doctors. No, no, got no, 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 community. no. I hope people, I hope. This, I hope the two speakers that listen to this show understand that without any explanation. As my brother Dale Black, you always says, anything understood doesn't need explained. I hope that's one of them for this group, for this for this this community. So now nah, don't explain <laughs> okay. that one. Uh, I'm going to give Mickey okay. one last shot because I think he was trying to sneak in again. Mickey, did you have anything? We got, uh, you know, again, you know, we're a family show, man. If you're trying to get in, you can't. Okay, I might have hey, got that man. one wrong. Oh, yeah, no, I well, Yeah, was well, you trying to get in one last time, brother? I know you, if you were, I had you waiting for a long time. Sorry. No, I, I'm
8: good, man. I just thank you for doing the show. And um, it's, okay. it's a very um, – very strong topic, man. I just appreciate it. But no, I was not in the queue at the
4: time. Okay, cool. I just, okay, I, I look at it wrong. Not a problem, but I was just making sure. Uh, yeah, we are up against. I want to highlight the sister I highlighted at the very beginning of the show once again the artwork of Juliana Mims. If you're in the Atlanta area, highly encourage you to get out to Urban Grind today. This is your last chance to get, I'm telling you, some amazing artwork. Um, uh, you know and to a certain extent, as a culture as a society, not as a you even as a black culture we we've lost sight of, the, of what art really means in 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 living in this world and how important it is, you know specifically you know visual art and and things of that nature, you know again we love our music, but when we see you know our our creative and beautiful people able to deliver expressions that reflect us on canvas. It, it, it's definitely something that's valuable to your children. So I would encourage people to go support that system and keep it in mind. You know, I, I I love my brother, Corey Henry, who, who you know, as much as we push STEM, he calls his situation STEAM. Because we bring the art back in, that foundation that we need to get more kids in STEM and STEAM. So I wanted to highlight that sister once again. We got about one minute before we leave. Cut the show off, Queen. Any last thoughts from you? Um, before we go, but I thank you so much for helping me get through this show this morning, Queen.
5: Anytime, King. Just love one another. We are one people, and let's build together. That's my last thought.
4: Absolutely. Thank you so much, Queen, for being with us. Thank you for the callers, for getting their three cents in. Share this show with others. Let them know we out here. Intellectual, radio, Intelligent Radio is here. You know, there's a space for us. But make sure you're out there supporting I already highlighted all of the um, sponsors. I do need your individual support, so please go to mentaldialog.com and read more about, you know, why we exist. We molded, we're we more than just radio, if I can say that. But thank you all for tuning in and the show. Go to follow us on mental Facebook and IG. See you all next Saturday. All I ask is that you think.
0: Run into Old Navy for 50% off All Old Navy Active two days only today and tomorrow. All your favorite active leggings, hoodies, mesh tees, and more are 50% off. Hurry, it ends tomorrow at Old Navy and Old com. Valid 223 and 224 excludes in store clearance. Run into Old Navy for 50% off All Old Navy Active two days only today and tomorrow. All your favorite active leggings, hoodies, mesh tees, and more are 50% off. Hurry, it ends tomorrow at Old Navy and Old com. Valid 223 and 224 excludes in store clearance.